119th Red River Rivalry coming up Saturday morning. And the man who will be to my right, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's right. The voice of the Longhorns, Craig Way, joins us now. Am I right about that, Craig? You're in the corner this year, right? It's so interesting that you bring that up, uh, T-Row, because we were having the same discussion the other day with our network people and trying to remember which one, which booth is in which thing. And we finally did, I think, come to the same conclusion you have. The the designated home team uh, actually has the further outside booth, a little closer to the... Mm -hmm the uh south end zone the oklahoma end of the field so it's it but but you know what's the old saying six and one half a dozen of the other i mean they're, they're right beside you're either dealing with what the low bridge with the pipe in one room or the post in the other right so it's the, yeah that's it's, somebody long before me anyway i started to say long before you i don't know but long before me somebody decided that the the, the booth with the big post in it yeah. is the is the one you don't want so the visiting team gets that booth, which is actually closer to the 50. Yeah. So yeah. I think I'm in the one with the post this year as the visiting team, and you're in the one in the corner. I think I so. Think I think you're right. And, and you know what, Toby, this will be my 34th uh, to, to work on, on the broadcast. Wow. And, and it's, it, it, it has changed now. It has not changed, as you know, probably over the past, gosh, decade, I would say. We've been in those same booths. But uh, but it used to be there was one time we were down on the fifth floor. There was one time we were for for several years we were on the sixth floor and then seventh floor. I you know I can't keep up with it, but I know we've kind of all been in that same spot where we've drawn that same conclusion over time. You know what I was thinking about the other day? The uh, Pizza Hut ad campaign we did must have been very ineffective because they never asked us to do it again. <laughs> I know, and I I thought it was so. You know the the only thing. I remember two things about that, and that what was that about 2013 or 2014? Yeah, we it did was that. a long time ago. Yeah. yeah, well, when we did that, and for folks who don't know, I mean, here's here's Toby and I sitting literally, literally on the 50 yard line at a at a table playing flick football or paper football that that type of thing. We we're doing that for Pizza Hut, and we're eating pizza, and it's oh, conservative estimate, 97 degrees. Oh, was that, it, was, it was 1,000 degrees that day. It was it so was hot. so hot. And like, here, have another slice of sausage, you know, <laughs> it was that kind of thing. And it was uh, it was so brutally hot. We had a lot of fun with it. Maybe they just looked and said, look, those poor uh, dudes are melting. I don't think Let's we not- sold many pies. I don't think we sold any pies. Can you imagine what it would be like if they decided to do that next year uh, at the at, the Omni in Dallas when the SEC media days are there, and they get you and I out there in the middle of that and said, look at these two dudes. Who do they think yeah. they are coming into the SEC doing this? I, I wouldn't mind doing it again, though. Yeah. Oh, hey, listen, free food. You kidding me? Yeah. I, I, I signed up. What's the mood this week down in Austin? Craig, you do the radio show down there and everything. How are Longhorn fans feeling? You know, it's, it, it's interesting because uh, I would think – that because the team has played pretty well, obviously to this point, and and, it, and uh, is, is achieving its whatever national ranking and a big turnaround uh, or big add-on from last year's eight-win campaign, there'd be even more excitement about that. I don't hear too much about that this week. I, I did last week. 
I don't hear too much about that this week. It's it's all about you know the history and tradition and the rivalry of Texas OU, and that's 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 what are you know what everybody's talking about down here. So you know, kind of the more things change, the more they stay the same, Toby. It's just folks are excited about this week and getting up to Dallas and all of those things. There's the victory rally thing tonight uh, on campus. There's all of these traditional things that happen with Texas OU, and it's one of the greatest traditions in all of college football. So I think folks are excited about that. Tell me about the difference between Quinn Ewers this year and last year going into this game. Where, where, other than the haircut, where have you seen the greatest improvement for him? Yeah, and about 15 pounds less. uh, uh, He chiseled himself up a little bit. Uh, that, uh, but I, th- th- seriously, I think it's, it's two things. One, uh, is his footwork is better. And he said that was something he worked really, really diligently on in the off season. Now we've seen it last couple of weeks on these two touchdown runs. He had a 29 yard touchdown run against Baylor. And I asked him in the post game, I said, uh, take us through that. How about that? You know, it's the longest run of his career at that point, 29-yard touchdown run. I said, what, what did you see? And he said, it was all a blur, man. I don't even he goes, I, I don't even know what I was doing. <laughs> and, then, and then he turns around last week and has a 30-yard touchdown run against Kansas. And I asked him again. I said, you said it was a blur. And he said, well, he said, now it's, you know, you're seeing things pretty well and the offensive line's doing a heck of a job. He's he, And that goes into kind of that – decision-making thing where he's taken a step forward too. I think he's able to see the bet, see the field better, but, but he's also his footwork and uh, his uh, functional mobility, you might say as a quarterback, I think is, is, is definitely significantly better this year than it was last year. So between that and decision-making, I think those are the two main things. I'm not asking you to, to give away any inside information if you had it, but what's your gut on whether Sanders, uh, Jatavian Sanders, will play? Yeah, I, you know, Sark said at his presser on Monday he would have more information on it on uh, Thursday, and and hopefully JT will be able to go. I mean, he's been a big factor, clearly. You know, I want to see him out there for no other reason to see him uh, you know, go over and greet his old buddy and teammate Billy Bowman. I mean, yeah. you know, they were teammates on a state championship team. Uh, I, I worked the telecast of their state championship game when they were at Ryan. And, uh, you know, he, but he's been a big, a big part of it. Obviously, his presence makes, uh, you know, Xavier Worthy more of a weapon, Adonai Mitchell more of a weapon, uh, you know, even the running game more of a weapon. So he's a big factor on that. Gunnar Helm is a, is a good, solid tight end. But he's a good, solid tight end, whereas Sanders is a, a Mackey Award candidate if he's out there and playing like he normally does. So, yeah, I, I hope he can get out there. Same thing on the defensive side with Ryan Watts, uh, the corner. He's in the same kind of boat, and he does a good job there at corner. Now they've got some other guys who can play, including a, a true freshman uh, from Dallas and Malik Muhammad. But, they're you know, uh, Ryan Watts is a real stabilizing factor as a corner back there, too. What's your assessment of, of the offensive and defensive lines and, and how they've played this year? I think the offensive line, uh, by and large, is, you know, stepped up even more. They were, they were a strength of the team last year. And they had a couple of, they've had a couple of moments where they've had some slippage in there. There's been a little bit of leakage. Uh, gave up, I guess, a, a sack 
or two to Rice and did so to Kansas last week. But by and large, they've been pretty solid for a Quinn in the passing game and in the running game. They've been really, really good, and that's helped Jonathan Brooks be effective. The defensive line, the biggest question was really on the edges. How would the edges do with what they had graduated? But Baron Sorrell has been a factor there on one side, and then on the other side, Ethan Burke, who wasn't the most highly recruited guy on the planet. I think he was like a three-star, but he was a local kid from Westlake High. He's a lacrosse player. He's 6'6", rangy guy, and he's got a couple of sacks early and has been able to get some pressure. I think the number one benefit out of all of it, Toby, is rotation. They, they built depth both in the offensive line and the defensive line, and that's helped keep guys fresh to make them strong in the fourth quarter when they've made some big plays. The, the depth, I think, has definitely improved. Listen, the win over Alabama was incredibly impressive, and and Texas has earned their ranking. They've been great. Is there a spot somewhere where you feel like that, I don't know if weakness is the right word, but maybe they're vulnerable Saturday. Is there a concern that you have about this football team? Yeah, I I think so. There's still two or three areas, as as Sark like, some deep shots, uh, did so against Kansas, did so against Baylor, gave up some deep balls there. And uh, that's that's sometimes what, what has come out is it's been more of a communication issue between the safeties and the corners. And so they've tried to work on that. That's one thing, I think. Um, they've taken a, a, a couple of uh, – Baylor – two of the most reliable guys on the planet, Xavier Worthy and Jordan Whittington, each for a fair catch. Now, it was a breezy evening and all that other kind of stuff, you know, but the Sarkis, you don't make excuses for it. You just try to avoid that. So that was they didn't have any of that last week. But Burt Auburn missed two field goals. One was a long one, was the 50, 50 or 51-yarder, and then one was a makeable one. And he missed one off the upright against Baylor from short range. So there's some special teams things. And as you know, this game quite often can turn or be highlighted by a big play on special teams. So I think that's something else they're really working on this week. Craig, right now we're looking at a high of 73 on Saturday. I'm, uh, you know what? I, I, I set a, a, a guideline. You and I have talked about this. Uh, about you know uh, you know attire for working and I and I was raised in the old broadcasting vernacular you know you, yeah. you're going to work you're going to you know whatever you wear coat and tie but I put in a rule as 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 my age has advanced just a little bit over the past couple of years and you know how in golf you have what's called the ninety rule where you ride your golf cart yeah. within ninety degrees and then turn I have a ninety degree rule. For calling a football game if it's 90 or above and that includes the heat index not just the temperature if it's 90 or above we're in coaching polos we're not we're not in suit yeah. so roger wallace i said hey i think this is a coat and tie week <laughs> oh are you suiting up saturday i may i may we're, we're talking about it you know and i've been i've been in the you know like i said the 90 degree rule uh, for the last couple of years, it, we're, we're so excited about it not being so hot, we may throw on the coat and tie on on, on Saturday for this. I did it for many, many years, and then uh-huh. I thought, okay, it's not. It, it, this is more about comfort over over style or whatever. And I'm and, and you know me, I am no fashion plate, but uh, but it, but put it this way, we're probably sport coats anyway. Will be in vogue. Wow. 
I have a similar rule. It's called the uh, no way on God's green earth rule. Uh, will I ever wear a suit to call a football game in? So I will be invoking <laughs> that this Saturday, and uh, I don't know what I'll wear, but it won't be a coat and tie. But you'll be looking sharp. there. You'll, oh. you'll look much better than I will. Yeah, but I'll sweat a lot more than you probably by the time everything gets going, you know, so we'll see how it all rolls. My friend, I look forward to seeing you on Saturday morning up in the booth, and thank you for a few minutes of your time. Uh, we'll, we'll chat at you this afternoon. Listen, uh, uh, last one to get the deep-fried pho uh, is a rotten egg, right, uh, the, the, at the state fair. So we'll, yeah, no, we'll, we'll both eat well. I'm not too worried about that. See you, Craig. <laughs> All right, Toby.